0: Hey friends, it's Candace Eisner back with you again this week. And this week, we're going to continue on the marketing truths theme. This is the final episode on that, and we're going to talk about how social media is not quite as great as we might think it is. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really, Anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways to think outside the box and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Well, hey, I hope you guys are having a really great week and everything is going well for you in this beautiful summer. As I'm recording this, it is August 1st. I cannot believe where the calendar time has gone. Do I say that a lot? Do a lot of people say that a lot? Probably. I think time often goes faster than we think it does, except for like when you're anticipating something, then it goes much slower. (laughs) I think like, say you're waiting for a package to come, then like every minute feels like 20. (laughs) But uh, in general, I think most of us tend to think that uh, time moves very fast, faster than we think it's supposed to. But anyway, before I get too down on that uh, philosophical topic, as I tend to ramble a little bit, let's jump right into this podcast episode topic, which is, as I said, social media is not quite as great as we might think it is. So I'm going to start you out with a quote from Twitter. Of all places, maybe that's appropriate that I'm starting from something from social media. But uh, yeah, Jason Zook, his uh, username is Jason Does Stuff. He's one of the two people behind the uh, Wandering Aimfully uh, sort of entrepreneurs group that I've talked about before on this podcast a little bit. But anyway, Jason tweeted the following a few days ago. And I quote, Building a business 30 years ago. Have a great location, a great product, and be consistent. Thumbs up emoji. Building a business today. Have a great product, a website, social media accounts, a marketing plan, sales funnels, live chats, change everything every six months, and wish your life was simpler. Crazy face emoji. End quote. Now, of course, he tended this as partly satire, and I think you need to understand that. He's kind of making fun of how we do business these days, especially when it comes to online business. So for some of you, parts of what I read there might sound really foreign because you might not think of yourself as having an online business. And truly, most of the people who listen to this podcast don't have true online businesses. You're not like selling a course that is fully online. You're not like a social media influencer which we'll talk about a little bit later probably you aren't probably like you're a service based business which i know i know there's been a little bit of uh, talk about that online recently whether or not you know medical businesses are service businesses but when i say service business it's not a it's not a, a bad word it simply means that you you do something for someone you're not selling a tangible product you're selling a service you're selling your skills in other words that's what you do so whether or not that is something that took you 20 years of schooling to know how to do or whether it's something that took you you know, 16 months of schooling to know how to do, it's still a service. Yes, it's skilled service, but still a service. But anyway, getting back to the topic at hand, uh, Jason was pointing out a trend we have with running our businesses, which is that we feel we need all these online growth hacks and strategies in order to make it work for us. If you haven't done this stuff yourself, you've probably been advertised at, if you want to think of it that way, on social media or other places by so-called marketing gurus who are trying to sell you their, their course or their method or their coaching or whatever for the best way to do business on Instagram or on Facebook or Pinterest or whatever platform it might be. And I'm betting the vast majority of you do use social media in some shape or form. Even if it's just to like drop a note every few days to let people know what bookings you have open that week or let people know that you're going on vacation or some other like scheduling thing, you probably do use social media in some way, shape, or form. Maybe you do more than that. And I bet for many of you, that's a lot of your marketing. In fact, for some of you, that might be literally all your marketing. You might do nothing else except post the occasional small blip on social media. Now, I'm not here to say that using Facebook or Instagram or whatever platform you like for your marketing is a bad thing. It's totally fine to use social media, actually, and I think it's an important thing to consider in this digital day and age. But there are issues with social media marketing that a lot of people don't talk or think much about. And I think we all want to believe that social media, given its popularity, can solve all of our marketing problems. But that's not real, li- really realistic or even true. So today's episode is all about why social media isn't quite all it's cracked up to be. Isn't the savior we'd like it to be, which might feel a bit funny to talk about given that like I'm a business and marketing coach and I do talk about using social media with people. So am I shooting myself in the foot with this episode? Well, maybe I am, but you know what? It had to be said, so I'm going to say it. Now, I've talked about some of the pitfalls of social media in the past, right? So for any of you who've been listening to this podcast for a while, some of this is not going to be foreign to you. Some of it's going to sound a little bit like a review. So I've talked about how it's not such a great idea to have your, all of your business stuff on someone else's playground, so to speak. In other words, if you mostly just use Facebook for pretty much everything, um, what happens if Facebook shuts down? Because it could happen. Or if Instagram goes away, if you've only been using Instagram as like your main way to reach people, what happens if Instagram goes away? There goes your business. Or whatever platform you use, like to use, you know, just insert it in there. What happens if that goes away? Well, That's a problem, right? So that's why I recommend to people that when they're looking at their online marketing, you should be building a website as one of your key online marketing tools and not just relying on social media. There are really inexpensive ways to do that. You don't have to, uh, you know, get stressed out and think that you need thousands and thousands of dollars to hire somebody, right? You don't have to make a big production of it. But that aside, let's keep going on this topic. So I've also talked about how social media is not real life how people are only sharing like a fraction of what's actually going on in their business and in their life, of course, and how we compare our own realities to someone else's highlight reel. And that's a real problem because it leads to issues like imposter syndrome. It leads to issues like fear of missing out. It leads to issues of feeling like You are not good at your job because you are not doing the things that all these other people you see posting on social media are doing or you're not good at your life because sometimes it comes down to personal stuff, right? So that's why many people are saying that we, you know, as in other words, like experts and writers about this are saying that we need to actually start spending less time on social media because it's giving us this weird skewed view of life and it's causing lots of problems, And this actually brings me to my real point of this episode today, which is that social media isn't as social as we think it is or would like it to be. Now, I could talk about this from the standpoint of a social media user. You know, I could talk about personal experience. I could talk about, you know, probably what your personal experience might be. Obviously, I can only guess. But We're a business podcast, gosh darn it, so we're going to talk about the actual problems that it presents from a business standpoint. Whether you're trying to get the word out about, you know, an amazing product you might be selling or the amazing service, whatever it is that you do, whether you're a massage therapist, a yoga instructor, whether you're a nutritionist, whether you're a chiropractor, whether you are um, someone who sells essential oil blends, whether you're a wellness entrepreneur that's teaching people about you know how to live a more healthy life, whatever it is you do, you probably are using social media. And let's talk about how the pitfalls can affect you. So the first and biggest issue, I think, is that followers and fans and likes and subscribes are not clients. They're not customers. They're not really money. And I'm not saying clients equate to money. I'm not saying like every time you meet somebody, you should have dollar signs in your eyes. That's a little, that's not good. That's not a good feeling. But I am saying ultimately, you know, we have businesses because we have bills to pay, right? So it's all well and good to have 10,000 followers on Instagram or 100,000 subscribers on YouTube or whatever that you might have. But unless you are trying to become a social media influencer, Which means you are taking sponsorships and advertising contracts from other companies, which is how you are earning your money. So unless you are trying to do that, which probably most of you are not, probably most of you are not trying to become influencers. Instead, you are focusing on building your private practice as a Say, chiropractor, you're focused on getting more people into your yoga classes, or you're focused on having people sign up for your private Pilates sessions, or you're, you're focused on selling your nutrition plans online, or whatever it is that you do. You're probably not focused on becoming a social media influencer for the vast majority of you. So unless you're an influencer and you're getting money from brands who want to advertise to your audience... Those likes and followers and so on aren't going to get you a whole lot. They don't pay the bills. Adding someone on social media is way, way less effort than actually visiting them at their clinic or taking their class or whatever it might be. There are a lot of people out there with thousands and thousands and thousands of fans. And if you dug into the reality of it, you would find that they barely pay the bills. Or if they do pay the bills with no problem... It doesn't have a whole lot to do with their social media following. Because we're chasing a metric that is vanity. Let's be real here. It doesn't do anything for your business in any tangible way. Sure, it might be helpful in smaller ways. For example, let's say... The media was looking for somebody to interview as a, let's go with the massage therapy example. The media was looking for somebody to interview to ask some questions about massage therapy. And they noticed that you have 10,000 followers on Instagram and, you know, that's how they found you. So, you know, they feel that you must be at least somewhat credible, you know, and they look at your website and that looks credible, too, and all that kind of stuff. And then they then they, you know, ask you to do an interview. Okay, yeah, you know, You're now in the media, which is kind of good for, you know, providing the interview goes well and is useful. Um, You know, it can be good for your as part of sort of your overall like marketing, branding, etc. It it can be good, basically free advertising. Um, You know, just take some of your time and your effort to answer the questions that they're asking you. Um, So you got that interview because you had a lot of followers on social media and you, you know, it, it does give some air of credibility to you for sure. But ultimately, those followers still are not going to do that much for you, right? Just because you have lots of followers does not mean that you're being, you're successful in your, in your career, in your practice, in your studio, in whatever it is that you do. So the second issue I'm going to bring up today is the social aspect of social media, This kind of breaks down into two parts, which we'll get to separately. So the first part is that social media requires you to actually be social. Now, this might sound contradictory to something I said earlier, but just give me a sec here. Have you ever gotten a comment from somebody that was just an emoji? I bet that a lot of you have. And did it actually feel like that was a real comment or did it feel kind of like spam? Because that's kind of the problem, you know? Places like Instagram especially become bogged down with stuff like this. If you want to build real connections with people, you need to engage with them in real ways and not just like press a button quickly to give a heart emoji or, um, you know, use one of those services to try and build your followers because people pay people actually pay to try and get more followers and usually what these services do is we'll have your account comment on like posts that seem to be something that you're like you should be interested in your audience would also be interested in sort of the mutual like the reciprocity thing and they go in like they comment emojis because emojis are a safe thing and could relate to any post technically But that's not real comments. That's not real engagement. If you want to build real connections with people, you need to engage with them with more than just the, the occasional post, you know? You have to comment on this stuff. You have to comment on the comments that they leave you and so on and so forth. You have to use things like Instagram stories or Facebook Live in order to connect further with people. Those kinds of things, you know? And that all takes effort. Effort we sometimes don't have given, you know, we kind of have to see clients and do all the other things that are required of us in running our businesses. So that's kind of one of the problems with social media is that, you know, we think that we can just splot up a post once a week and we're good. Like, oh, here are my openings for the week and that's it. And that's not really true of social media now. It might have been true in the early days when there were a lot less people on it. There was a lot less noise. There was a lot less advertising. But it's just not the case anymore, you know? People notice that stuff. People notice when you're, like, they leave comments and you never reply. People notice when, like, they send you private messages and you never reply. Now, I mean, I personally have been guilty of that. But usually it's just because I didn't know that there was a message. Because Instagram sometimes hides my stuff, and also I tend to get a lot of spam messages, like "Candace, we'd like to work with you in you know promoting our crappy product," or "Hi, I'm a I'm a social media marketer, and I want to get your you know boost your account up to the top, pay us this fee, and blah 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 blah." Like I get a lot of those spam messages, but still, you know, um, especially if you are, say, running a clinic and you keep posting online about openings, and then, like, you're never, like, looking at the comments that people leave, and you're never opening your Facebook Messenger, let's say, to look at what messages people are leaving you, etc. A, that's a problem. You have to, like, yeah, there's a reciprocity thing there. You have to respond to the people who are actually commenting at you and stuff. I mean... Not every single comment. I'm not telling you I have to respond to every single comment, but you should respond to like, you know, the majority of like the real ones, you know, the, the you know, or the ones where people are asking questions, That's kind of, that kind of thing, you know. People want connection is basically what I'm trying to say. Connection is important in, in life in general, in running a business where you're working one-on-one with people. That connection is really important. So you have to nurture that. And the second part of this sort of social part of social media that's actually a very big problem is that social media is a very, very, very filtered type of socializing. You do see people use it for genuine connection, but unfortunately, the reality is only a very small percentage of the people you connect with will actually become clients or help your business in any way, shape or form. You know, people do want to connect with others, but we've gotten so used to having this little computer in front of our face that we've replaced in-person interactions with online ones. As a society, we've kind of moved away from the in-person connections to online connections. Like, you know, for example, we're shopping online now more than ever. And when we're outside at the, you know, sitting in the park, instead of like, you know, looking around, enjoying the trees, admiring the dogs that walk by, chatting with the mom and her baby that go by, you know, we like to say hello, nice, you know, good morning, you know, saying hello to the to the old man you see walking in your neighborhood every single day, and he happens to walk by the park every day. Instead of like saying hello and engaging with people, you're staring at your computer screen. And I'm not pointing the finger at the person listening to this podcast right now, by the way, it's the general you. It's society as a whole. We're doing this. And drive throughs have become more popular than ever. Like here's another example of how, it's not social media specific, but how we were reducing our in-person, you know, interactions. drive throughs and mobile ordering have become really, really popular because nobody wants to have to get out of their car, interact with someone to order their food, wait for it and get going. We want to limit our human connection or human contact, not the connection, but the contact as much as possible. Some people theorize, actually, that we've literally replaced human interaction with online interaction. A lot of people have, and they, they think that they're getting the same thing from it. And while, yeah, you know, there are humans behind that screen, online interactions are not the same as face-to-face ones. Now, I want to say something quick here. I'm not interested in shaming people. So if you have a social anxiety thing going on and that's why you... Order online, or you have, a, or you have a, some medical condition that makes it hard for you to get out and about. I am zero. I am not shaming you. I want that to be super, super clear here. If you have gen, like a reason, social anxiety, or something else going on that makes it really hard for you to get out and do that social interaction part of like going to the store, buying things in person, going in into order instead of mobile ordering, all those kinds of things. No shame. Do what you need to do. That's important. But I am talking more broadly here, right? I'm talking about, you know, terms of building a business. It's really hard to build a business when people are focused on uh, distractions on their little screens and when building real connections doesn't happen as often as it used to because people are just so distracted with everything, including the stuff that they see on social media. Social media friends are not always real friends. You can definitely make friends on social media. 100% I believe that. I mean, I met my husband through sort of an early form of social media. It wasn't really social media. It was a, like a social blogging site. This was quite a few years ago now before social media was actually a thing. So, you can, And I've made friends through that z- exact same thing. So you can make real connections. I'm not saying you can't. But I'm saying a lot of the connections we have on social media are only on social media and people are not interested in taking it into the so-called real world. Social media fans of your business often never become clients, never refer people to you, never tell people about you. They literally just like enjoy the free content you post or like they like the pictures you post or they're like just like to, you know, they like to have lots of things that they follow because it gives them entertainment or whatever their reasons might be. Online interaction isn't the same as in-person interaction. That's the thing that I really want to stress here. So I unfortunately don't have a nice, neat and easy conclusion for this episode. This was more of a food for thought episode for you guys. Using social media as part of your marketing strategy isn't a bad thing. I'm not gonna stop recommending it to people. I think that you should think about, you know, where your clients probably are and go there. So, like if you they're probably on, if you if you find them on Facebook, try using Facebook as part of your marketing strategy. If you know that they're good, you know, you can find them on Instagram, go on Instagram, or if you're really good at taking photos and you think that can get attention, etc. I do think you should think about those things. I I don't I don't think we should completely throw away social media but I also think it's very important for us to understand that it isn't sort of this magical catch-all perfect place to market ourselves either you know it's good for what it is but it has huge pitfalls and I just discussed some of them and I don't think we can ignore this problem either you know I think we need to think about ways to get more in-person interactions or at least more sort of genuine interactions. I find often uh, email people are a little bit more engaged in terms of um, how to put this. Like it feels more like a real thing that they need to reply to, assuming that it's like personal and not like you know a random marketing email like they don't feel like they need to reply to the email they get from Old Navy telling about the, them about the sale right but if they get an actual email from say say they saw you once you know 5 months ago and you're you're emailing people just seeing if they want to book another appointment if you actually write that that person an individual email just saying hey you know hey linda i haven't seen you in forever i was just wondering how you're doing You know, what's what's new? How's your back been? Uh, Would you like to book another appointment with me? I'd love to see a kind of kind of thing. You know, you obviously don't have to word it exactly like that. I'm just throwing things out there. People are going to find that a lot more uh, compelling to reply to than like a random social media post that is kind of put towards everybody. Right. So that's the thing. We tend to think because we spend so, a lot of us spend a lot of time on social media, we think that it's kind of like our perfect one-stop solution for getting the word out there about our business. But there's actually a lot of problems with it. And we need to think of ways to interact with people one-on-one and build actual genuine connections with people individually rather than trying to, you know, sort of market to the masses kind of thing. And that's that's a bit of bit of the problem right there. But anyway... I want to actually know what you guys think about this, because this is a bit of a tricky topic, especially with the idea that social media is replacing some of our in-person interactions. Have you experienced that personally? Do you do you relate to what I've said here? Do you not relate? Have you read something somewhere else that might be interesting? You know, all your comments, as always, are welcome. You know, again, I always say this, but you can email me, Candice at happylittlebiz.com. You're also welcome to find me on Instagram or on Facebook. I think you guys know where to find me now, but um, my business page, Happy Little Biz, my Instagram profile, Happy Little Biz. So yeah, that's it for this week. I'm now gonna be taking a short break while um, we start developing some new episodes on a new topic, but uh, stay tuned and I will be back with you probably in a few weeks. Um, not a hundred percent sure we'll be back with the, dropping the next set of uh, podcast episodes, but uh, <laughs> feels a bit funny after talking about this on uh, the uh, on this episode. But uh, I will mention on social media when I know what the next set of episodes will be and when I'm going to start dropping the episodes. Oh dear! I swear I'm not trying to just. Uh, crap on social media on one side of my mouth and then use it on the other side it's just that yeah it's got its pitfalls and sometimes it's useful and sometimes it's not all right that's enough for this week take care and i'll be back with you guys with new episodes pretty soon thank you so much for listening you guys i really do appreciate your time and your efforts the times that you guys contact me with ideas for the podcast or comments about episodes or ratings and reviews all of that I really love it I read all of it I do really appreciate you guys Um, by the way if you would like to leave me a formal review of course I would really appreciate that head on over to iTunes find my podcast so life beyond the massage table click on ratings and reviews and then just give me a rating and a review Five stars, of course, and a glowing review. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. You know, let me know what you really think, but I do appreciate five stars as well. Let's be real here. Now, for you guys that might be new to the podcast, let me briefly introduce myself here. My name is Candace Eisner, and I am a former massage therapist in the province of Ontario, and I've also worked in various other health and wellness careers. So I've got a pretty good view of what it's like to do what you guys do. My mission right now is to help those in health, wellness, and fitness careers build strong businesses because I really believe to my core that taking care of others has to start with taking care of you. So that's what this podcast is all about, is helping you build a business that really matches who you are and what you value and what's important to you so that you feel happy when you go to work each day. You feel like this career is the right one for you, that everything just works so much better for your life. Now, before I finish off and let you guys get about, you know, go about your day, I will mention where you can find me on social media if you would like to. The main place you can interact with me if you'd like to just chat or see what I'm posting about or, you know, get on my newsletter list or any of that kind of stuff. Find me on Instagram, um, Happy Biz is my username, or, of course, you can head over to my web- website, happylittlebiz.com, and there's links to all that stuff there. All right, that's it. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll be back at you soon.